Hi, everyone. Welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel, and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. But last week, I reached out to you, and I asked you for some suggestions, and I was very surprised to hear what you had to say, but I'm going to run with it. Shockingly, you wanted to hear more from me. So this week for my intro, I thought it might be fun to tell you about some places I've been loving in New York, and maybe it will inspire you to go out, have a good time, and support some local businesses. So my first one is an amazing Cantonese restaurant in Chinatown. It's on Mulberry Street. It's called Uncle Lou. Everything on the menu is fabulous. I've been multiple times. It's absolutely delicious. Go there, have some great food, support Chinatown. Okay, the next up is Lohai on Skulls Street. It's kind of in the Bushwick East Williamsburg border. They have a fabulous rooftop, amazing views of the city, excellent sunset, great happy hour. I've loved going there and just sitting up on the roof and looking at our beautiful city. Okay, and lastly, but not least, Lincoln Center is once again doing their summer for the city. That's what it's called this year. We're talking art, dance, film, music, everything you could want to enjoy in this city. And it's all for the people of New York. It's all free. You don't even need advanced reservations. So please go enjoy that. You know, have fun this summer in the city. A lot of people like to leave and I love to stay. That's when all the great, awesome free shit is happening. So why not? Okay, those are my suggestions. Hopefully you utilize them. Let me know if you do, if you love Uncle Lou, if you love Hello Hi. If you go dancing at Lincoln Center, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, I'm so excited for our guest this week. She is an amazing person I am lucky to have on the show. She is a mother. She is a pillar of the community she serves. Everyone loves her. She is a United States postal worker. And most importantly, she is, finally folks, a native New Yorker. Please welcome to the show, Jackie Naranjo. Hi, guys. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm good. I'm like, like I was saying, it's, you know, it's spring, summer right now, or I guess we're officially in the summer, but this is my favorite time. I love when it gets like so hot and everyone's out and doing things. So I'm doing great. How are you? I am not liking the summer, <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm calming my my night down. You're not liking the summer. Are you not, you don't like the temps or you're not a summer gal? I'm not a, I'm not a heat person because I work outside. Yes. Very good point. P- perfect. Okay. So like I was saying, you are a postal worker. That's obviously how I met you and you are so amazing and everyone loves you and talks to you all the time. And I was so amazed when I first met you, the way you just knew every single person in the community. And like I was saying, you were speaking in Spanish and Polish and engaging with everyone. And I was just so intrigued and I thought you were so amazing. So I was kind of wondering how you got started in that or what led you to do that? Well, actually, um, it's a family thing. Um, both my parents okay. um, are workers. My father's recently retired. My mom's on her way towards retirement. And um, good for them. Yeah, it just, it was the opportunity I needed at the best time. And it was something that I knew. Yeah, for sure. Being raised in it. Yeah. How long have you been doing it now? About eight years. I'm sure it's very hard physical labor, but I would assume the aspect of being outside and being engaged with people that you see day in and day out, that part might be very interesting and enjoyable. That's actually one of the best perks of the job, meeting the people that I have met, some very caring, loving, you know, it's New York, so you got a lot of, you know, 
You got to be careful out there. <laughs> For sure. And then you have, you know, really great people that you end up making a real bond with them, you know, and it becomes more like, these are my friends. These are people that I see after work. And, you know, it, it just becomes more of a family aspect because you're with them, you know, five, six days a week and you see them all day. You literally watch people's pets grow up, people's children grow up, married couples come to yeah. be, have children, make babies. No, it's, it's a beautiful thing, especially when, you know, you're in the area for a while. I've just been in the area for about three years. Although it is very tiring and very highly physical, I do love my job. Uh, I really do. Meeting all of the puppies in the neighborhood, I think, has <laughs> has to be one of the highlights of working. The puppies. The tr- the, it's the puppies. That's what it's really all about. I'm so yes. shocked to hear it's only been three years because you really have such a connection with everyone. So to have that established in a relative short amount of time is so amazing and speaks volumes to you and who you are as a person. And I just... Wow. Three years. I mean, some people are at jobs for like, you know, seven years and never even talk to the person that's next to them. So what you've done (laughs) is, is, is so amazing. And I'm so excited for my first question, because as we said, you're a native New Yorker. So my first question is, when did you move to New York? I was born in Brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) many moons ago. (laughs) I was created in New York. And perfect. Amazing. I feel like it's the perfect time for me to cue native New Yorker. You know that song? You're a native New Yorker. No, but you could throw some Wu-Tang Clan on. And I mean, <laughs> then it's a whole different, you know, like when he, you know, when they sing, I grew up in the crime side, the New York Times, side, you know, like <laughs> things like that is more what's well, New York to me, you know, okay, being native. Perfect. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> what I have been waiting for. The native New Yorker born and raised. You don't need to tell us when you were born here, but you were, you were born in Brooklyn and you were raised in Brooklyn as well, or where did you grow up? Yes, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, East New York, my entire life up until about the beginning of COVID. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so how was it growing up here? How did it, how was everything? How was East New York? Was it hard? Was it interesting? Was it fun? Did you have a lot of friends? Was there a lot to do? Were you guys always sneaking off into the city? Well, you know, growing up in the area that I grew up in, in Brooklyn, for many people, it's not for everybody. You know, it is known sure. as the hood. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the like murder capital of Brooklyn, you know, in East New York. I'm in the 75th precinct confines. So, you know, wow. it was it was norm because that's what, you know, we knew this is, this was life for us. And growing up on the block that I grew up on, I mean, I had the best friends. It was like an entire block of kids outside all day long. Like the second you came home from school, finished homework, you were out on the street. You couldn't keep a kid inside. You (laughs) were in the middle of the street playing skelly. You know, you were playing wiffle ball. You were playing kick the can. Everything was outside. You know what I mean? We could you couldn't trap us in the house unless it was like really bad rain. And then it's just like, well, okay, I'm gonna go to so-and-so's house right down the block. You know, you had specific areas of where you could go and where you couldn't go. Sure. You know, it was different. It was different, but I wouldn't give that experience up for anything, regardless of, you know, you know, watching TV and you see all these things in movies like, oh, I wish I had a childhood like that. And it's like, no, I'm very content with the child that I, I had there because it made me who I am. Yeah, I love that. OK, what? so uh, do you know, like, why your family moved to New York? Were your parents born and raised here, too? 
my father was born in Puerto Rico. Um, My mom was actually um, born right here, not too far in Bushwick. She grew up there. And in about 1976, my grandmother wanted a house and she bought a house by herself. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. So hard to buy a house now. Like, wow, that's amazing. This was 1976. This is a big difference. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she did it. And she was a single mom. And she was a nurse. Um, she was a, a VA nurse, a veterans nurse. She made it happen. Wow. And uh, you know, raised my mom. And then, you know, my parents, they got together. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's kind of like it's been passed down in a way. You know, it's my grandmother's. You know, she passed away. Now it's my mom's. And being, a, you know, I'm, I'm here. It's just me. Yeah. You know, it'll be mine one day. And then it'll be my children's one day. We just saw an opportunity pretty much, you know, that's how my family puts it, you know, when my grandmother uh, decided to stop renting and she wanted to, you know, have a slice of heaven, as they would say, you know, the American dream to own a house. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And that you guys kept it in the family. I know that's like, oftentimes an issue in New York is that if you get rid of something, it's very hard to get back in. So it was so like, wow, that's amazing. You guys have kept it. I'm so excited for you that you get it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not really for me, you know, it's for them. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's kind of one of those things as a New Yorker, now you want to work hard to have more, you know what I mean? This is what we do. We work, you know what I mean? We are uh, rise and grind all day, all night. You know, you've kept up with me with what's been going on in the last month. And I have been nonstop since the week before I went on vacation. As I've said before, the hustle is real, but also the grind. Like there, I feel like New Yorkers don't really have a difference between zero and one one hundred or zero like and one hundred and ten. It's always just like go 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 go. And I feel like that's a reason why a lot of people uh, don't like the city or or don't feel like it, the city is for them. But I feel like for a lot of people who are here or have stayed here, that sort of like energy and that grind really works. And I met a, a couple actually from Portland uh, while on vacation. Mm. And, you know, they asked me about, you know, like, what's it like in New York? And I'm like, yes, we are those people like get out of the left lane, you know, <laughs> jump on the bus. You know, we have places to go. You know, they don't pay us to sit in traffic for two, three hours, you know, so we <laughs> want to make it to where we got to go. And we want to get there, get in and get out because that's that's what New Yorkers <laughs> do. That's why pizza is there. That's why bagels are here. You know, like we need on the go. You are so perfect for this show. And I know I, (laughs) I know I say that a lot where someone will be perfect, but you really are such a great guest to have on the show. You have such a great history in New York. Your entire family uh, have been here for generations. You've been here. You loved your childhood here. So we come to the most important part of the show. And I'm so excited to hear what is the most fun you've ever had in New York? Growing up here, um, living here, I feel like the nightlife, it is one of the biggest attractions. You know, we are the real city that never sleeps. True. You know, so one of my best friends for over 20 years, um, it was her 25th birthday party. And her mom, which I call like another mom to me, her mom invited us, you know, she was going to do the big thing. She was going to have a party and her birthday happens to be St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) <laughs> this is already heading in a great direction when a when a 25th birthday <laughs> falls on St. Patrick's Day. I think we're heading yes. in the right direction. Okay. So we're we're around Herald Square, not too far. We're around 34th. And 
it was a hookah lounge. This is when like hookah was like, oh, what's that? It's so, you know, different. And, you know, so we went to a lounge and her mom, you know, we had bottles and, you know, table service, bottle service, you know, it was, it was really nice. Wow. And, you know, they had the little section you could pose on a high heeled couch, oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> very luxurious. Um, thick eyeliner was in. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the days of thick eyeliner. I'm, I, I'm very guilty of that as well. Yeah, you know, everybody had the equestrian boots, you know, um, <laughs> looking like Han Solo out there. You know, <laughs> you know, I was sitting there, you know, of course, we're getting plastered. That's it's it's St. Patrick's Day. And it's, as you know, should. my best friend's birthday, you know, like yeah. so the tradition, you know, where's the whiskey? And um, I go out, I pop outside and I smoke a cigarette and there's a fireman walking from the parade because we were not too far from where the parade was. <laughs> wait, 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 sorry. My one question is what, what time of day are we in here ish? It's, it's, it's after eight, nine o'clock. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. We did me and my other friend that I took with us, we did pregame at another bar in Ozone Park. And I said, I'm not taking the train there. I am, I'm here to have a good time. So it was like one of those splurge, like we're going to take a cab yes, to the yes. city, you know, like we're <laughs> splurging tonight. And I'm like, I just got paid. Everything worked out, you know, that is such a very specific vibe of when you're in your early twenties and the like cab is I'm going for it, baby. <laughs> we're doing the cab. Yes. I, I know that feeling very well. Okay. So you also, I want to go out and party with you. I want to go pregame at Ozone <laughs> Park that I want to go to the actual St. Patrick's Day Parade. Then I want to go to the after party with bottle service. And then I think we're now at nine o'clock and we're meeting a firefighter on the street. Yeah, we're about nine, I would say. And I'm smoking a cigarette and I see this guy. And of course, what moment is it? Oh my God, it's a fireman. He's in his uniform. So, you know, I pick up this, I pick up a fireman from off of the street and we're talking and I'm like, come on, let's have a drink. You know, we're having a party here. So me and my two girlfriends, you know, we're hanging out with him. We're all drinking. Wait, so he came, he came into the club with you guys. Yeah. We brought him into the the little lounge area. Oh my gosh. I love it. So I said, well, then, you know, what's the next move? The night's still young. Like we got we got hanging out to do. He was like, oh, you know what? I got a couple of friends. I'm gonna, we're going to go walk to the firehouse. It's like two blocks away. So we you were like, oh, my God. Yes. Oh. So we go. And it's late and everybody's sleeping and we're waiting and standing outside. And of course, one of us is like, I have to pee. And then the other one's like, I have to pee, too. So you're like, God damn it. Like everybody has to pee now. So we're like telling him and it's we're it's it's pitch black we don't even know where the hell we're at <laughs> but we're as long as we're all three together we were still cut yes so he comes back outside he's like oh my you know my friend's gonna get dressed we, you know we're gonna go out all right can we go pee so he's like all right you know i gotta sneak you guys in you guys you know can't make any noise oh you gotta, my gotta... god so <laughs> this yeah. is so amazing <laughs> So we sneak in with him to the front. Now all the guys are sleeping and you can hear the snoring and it's pitch black and he's guiding us around. So then like one of us is using the restroom and we're up. The other two were like, we're hitting on the side, like on the lookout. Then he brings another friend downstairs and indulges us in taking 
pictures. I just, I knew this was coming. I knew the pictures, <laughs> of, pictures, pictures with a pole or pictures with a something. Yes. 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 I, I have the picture uh, on the pole. Um, my girlfriends have the pictures with the, um, with the helmet on, with their jackets yes. on and yes. in the fire truck. Like, and it's, it was great. And oh so we get out of there and we go to another bar <laughs> and <laughs> of we're course. not, I love that. We're not even close to being telling the story. No, you and no. I would have an excellent time out together. That's what I have to say. Okay. Okay. So you leave, you yes. leave the firehouse and then what? We go to another bar and it was kind of too, I don't know. It, 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 there was nothing in there. It was just like no vibe. And it was just like, oh, well, if, you know, we want to have fun. We want to dance. We have, you know, we want to have a good time. So yes, it's now five of us. It's two firemen and me and my two girlfriends. Oh my God. You guys probably looked so amazing all together. I got to find the pictures and I'll, yeah. I'll send them to you. <laughs> yes, please. And then, so we're like, fuck it. We're going to go to Queens. We're going to the strip club. Oh my God. This is amazing. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to the strip club. Yes. We're going to the strip club. And it's like right in the middle of like the story of Woodside. Uh, it was called Starlets. I believe it's still open. And this uh, is, um, this is a true New York night. Me and my girlfriend have frequented there various times because we had uh, an old, you know, acquaintance or whatever that would work there as a bartender. Beautiful. We would just go and have a good time and, you know, Hey, listen, like, you know, if we're going to support, we're going to tip our girl, you know what I mean? We're going to do the right thing. Hell yeah. So we have been there a few times, but it happened. It's St. Patrick's day yet again. So, you know, there's a party everywhere you're going to go. So the guy's friend, the, the guy, I don't even remember his name, whatever. The guy's friend is like, we'll drive to Queens. So we're like, all right, great. It's a, it's a free ride. We don't got to jump on the train. We don't got to pay for a cab. <laughs> right. Yes, life. exactly. Yes. He's the designated driver. He's not drinking, you know, so it was like perfect. So lucky. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was great. So we're getting to there. So once we get there, the guy I picked up is like whacked, whacked, like forget about it. <laughs> Legless, everything. He's puking his guts up oh no and i'm like dude you know like you can't ruin everything you're like you're a grown like you're a, you know you're a grown big boy you can't be puking out the side of a car by a strip club what's going on <laughs> i love that your reaction is you can't ruin this night for me Not <laughs> <laughs> no we're 25 years old you know what i mean oh We're in a yeah whole different like, yeah bitch don't kill my vibe you know yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> and his friend is like, nah, fuck it. We're going to leave him here. We're going to go hang <laughs> out inside his own buddy. So we're like, yo, his friend said it's good. You know, like, yo, you're good. He's like, yeah, I'm good. We gave him a bottle of water and we just was like, dude, don't open the door for nobody. Like one of those kind of, you know, just stay here or you're going to be fine. You know, if you got to puke, here's a bag. You know, like we tried. <laughs> I am crying. <laughs> <laughs> his friend was like eh, leave him here we give <laughs> yeah. him a water like, bottle this. this is so good i love this so much yeah you know what what can you do he's a dude he's a guy walking in with three women to go see half naked women i mean yeah he, fuck your friend at this point you know that's yeah. his mentality like, too i i understand yeah i see where he's coming from on that one okay so you leave him out there so then, which i love uh he was probably fine anyways nobody worry about that guy he did get left but I 
had the mom and I had to go back outside. I'm like, okay, I can't leave this guy here drunk because as a mom, we think the worst thing. And I was a mom by then. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check him out. You know, I leave. We were in there for maybe a good 15, 20 minutes. But, you know, when you know the right people, you get to walk around the metal detectors and just go to where you're going. So I went back on. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to smoke a cigarette. I'll be back. And I checked on him. He's like, nah, tell him we got to go home. We got to go home. Like the guy's like, what the fuck? Where am I? He had no idea what's going on. So I went back and I was like, dude, you got to get your boy. You're like, it's time for you to go. So the guy's like, no, but I'm, he's going to be fine. I'm like, nah, I think it's you had your fun. We picked you up. Yeah. We woke you up. We took you to Queens. You got to go back to Manhattan. It's, is- you know, Cinderella, <laughs> her shoes lost. It's got to go. You know, <laughs> I feel like that's such a guy's energy of you're like, hey, your friend's out there dying. And he's like, no, 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 it's good. We're going to watch Naked Women together. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally fine don't worry yeah yeah he's gonna be fine dude you sure and um so yeah we kind of like we kind of disappeared on him and kind of left him on like we're kind of gonna involuntarily make you want to leave so yeah. we had to neglect yeah him. yeah you know it was such a packed house there was people everywhere i mean there was money in the air just like rihanna sings in her song you know like money and and bottles and it was just sparklers from the bottles oh my gosh a barrage of women and like maybe like some d-class celebrities or something like that you know it was more in a hip-hop kind of culture and but it was still such a great like we just did all this crazy shit. And, you know, looking back on what iPhone, what, four or something. Oh, my God, look at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. You know, we went to a diner, of course, afterwards. It's like a, it's a New York thing. Oh, you know, you got to get yes. breakfast after a night of drinking so you could go to sleep properly. Yes. So, yeah, we went to I don't even know which diner. I'm wondering what diner you wound up. at. I don't know if we were still in Astoria. If you were in Astoria, you might have been at Neptune Diner. No, I don't think we stood there. Either we went to Williamsburg because Kellogg's Diner um, over on Union has been a staple for forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it was one of those we're walking in and the sun is up and it's just like everybody's sitting in the cab, just quiet, like this is a great fucking night. You know, it's it's a New York night. You know what I mean? This is so amazing. I love this story so much. And it's so fucking perfect and so (laughs) much fun. I just know every step of this. I feel like I've had nights like this before. Yeah. I would like to have this night. This is what I would (laughs) would like to do. You and I are going to have to go out and recreate this night. So wait, what happened to the the firefighter? He left with his friend. Oh, you guys disappeared on him. And so he probably went and took care of his friend. Yeah. And you don't know what his name is and you never seen him again. It wasn't like, like we wanted to hook up with these guys. It was just like, come along for the ride. Let's have fun. And you guys seem like cool people. Hell yeah. And you know, sometimes you end up meeting really great people just on the fly like that. I've had many a night like that of just going out. It's one of the best things about the city, going out, meeting random people, winding up at a bar with them, going out for, I mean, I couldn't even count on my hand how many times I've done that. And just like you don't know their name, never seen them again. You know, some of them have become friends with some of them have it. And like, that is one of the amazing things that can happen in this city is you can just go out and anything can happen. I love that story so much. 
It's so fun. Genuinely, truly want to go out with you if you'll have me at some point. <laughs> I think we could do it up very well together. I think so too. It's such a wonderful, perfect, true story of going out in New York City, going to the next spot, heading to the next spot, and just throwing cash and having a great time and winding up at a diner at God knows what hour. <laughs> yes. You are a native New Yorker. You're excellent at having fun. My last question for you is what is your favorite thing about New York? The food. Hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the food. Do you have any specific types that you like most of all? No, that's what makes it great. Anything you want, you can find in New York. Anything. A hundred percent. Every, I mean, name it, we have it. Even the most obscure little sect of some country that makes these very specific type of noodles or something, you, you can find it. They're out there somewhere yes. in Queens, probably in the back of a grocery store or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we make the best pizza. We have the best bagels. We have the best water. I mean, <laughs> the best of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Even everyone tries to say the tacos aren't that good, but I don't I don't think they're having the right tacos because there's some great tacos here. There are a billion places. I know. I mean, there's not anything like you can't say, oh, well, they're not going to have that. They're going to have everything you ask for, <laughs> you know, food. But but people are, you know, really also, you know, I, it, it's hard to just, you know, I love food, but I love the people who make the food. So, you know, people are the best part. You know, we are the rudest, nicest people ever. Yes. There's a meme circulating, you know, how mean and rude we are, but how nice because, you know, you go to Broadway Junction and you see it on a billion occasions that there's a woman there with a stroller and, you know, you can't take it on the escalator and you have to slowly get down the stairs with, you know, this mountain of stairs. And there's going to be one person who doesn't say anything to you, picks up the bottom of your stroller, takes it all the way down, doesn't say thank you, you're welcome, or whatever. you carry on with your day. It's just, I guess we're nice in a certain degree, but we got shit to do. <laughs> yes, I've definitely seen that. And that is a perfect example of people thinking we're rude, but there is just this general, like, there's this quote I love where he says, I'm paraphrasing something about how the, the rudeness smacks you in the face, but there's a prolific kindness that you don't feel until like months later. And I, and I've always thought that was so true. It's like, yeah, we can be really like fucking rude and in your face, but we have somewhere to be, like you said, but we also can be super, super helpful. It wouldn't work if this many people lived in this tiny of place if we weren't helpful with each other. Like we sort of have to be. So I know exactly what you mean. I think the food is absolutely amazing. We all love that hands down. But at the end of the day, we're all here for each other and to help each other, hopefully. But I do want to know what your favorite food is. What like, give, just give, if you had to, if you had like last meal, what are you going? Absolute last meal. What is it? I can't say because it's a mood thing. <laughs> it's a mood thing. You know, every day I wake up, what music am I going to play while I'm working? I have to play music. And I wake up and I'm like, today is going to be disco. Tomorrow is going to be heavy metal or we're going to play Spanish. And I feel like because of being in New York my whole life, it's always, we've always had options. So for us to be limiting ourselves to the last supper, it's like, I want a slice of pizza. I want Italian food. I want Spanish food. I want Indian food. Yeah. And I want Greek food. I want a little bit of everything. We don't, we can't just have one thing. She can't be pinned down <laughs> and I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be the one to do it. And you're hundred percent right. You should be able to have any food you want anytime you want. And this is the place for you to have it. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for being on the show. I love your story so much. It is the perfect night out having fun in New York City. And I can say this with all honesty. Thanks, New York. They had fun. 